Hey everybody! From Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And this is Chris Lemon sitting in for Dan Beecher. And coming up today, uh, we're going to be wrapping up Pride Month, so to speak. Um, we, uh, we've kind of talked a lot about gay issues this whole month. Last week specifically, we, we brought up some, some mm-hmm. stuff and we kind of wanted just to continue that discussion today um with you chris and of course um maybe everybody maybe you noticed um but there were hopefully no ads if everything worked correctly there were no ads at the beginning of the show uh that means that we've actually hit our first goal in our little pledge drive Woo-hoo! that we've been doing Woo-hoo! it's so exciting um which means that one out of four shows will now be ad free so if you do hear any ads we've turned them off technically um, so please let us know if, if you do hear an ad. So what um, would the next level be, Frank? The next level, if we get 24 more supporters, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about this later in the show, but as soon as we hit 24 more supporters, um, we will turn off ads in half the shows, yeah. half the episodes. That's cool. Uh, that's kind of how we decided to, to do that. Um, so hopefully we get to this no ads thing real soon. Um, but first, just to get the whole gay pride month theme going uh i don't know if you heard about this chris but boston massachusetts has uh just approved a public event application and parade route for a straight uh pride parade oh i did hear (laughs) i did hear um yeah speakings of this (laughs) um they uh the organizers of this event want to celebrate what they view as america's oppressed majority the heterosexuals uh they they say that uh, heterosexuals have languished in the shadows for decades but we're not taking it lying down until an s is what are they gonna do i don't know uh continue to control everything in the country i don't know uh but until an s is added lg to uh lgbtq etc uh the uh their pride will continue to be Uh, I'm sorry, uh, gay pride parades will continue to be a system of oppression designed to systematically erase straight people from existence. There's the polemicist... um, To erase them Milo Yiannopoulos. Do you know this guy? The Breitbart douche? Yeah. Is it gay? I believe... I can't... He seems gay. I'm pretty sure he is. Did he turn out to be gay? But he's very conservative. Yeah. Well, so he's going to be the grand marshal um and uh so there does seem to be some tempt here to maybe sort of bait the left just a little bit oh yeah um obviously i guess um but yeah the parade organizers um they're a group called super happy fun america um and their slogan is it's great to be straight (laughs) (laughs) Get it. Go get it. <laughs> but here's the thing. Why don't you just come to Gay Pride? It's I know. more fun. I'll it's guarantee totally you that. It's totally more fun. This is going to be the most boringest. Uh, <laughs> what a drag without the drags. <laughs> no, it sounds awful. But um, Frank, just a question. Why? I mean, it's so stupid and it's so obvious, but like, how can they not see that there's a need for like a a gay pride, right? But there's not a need for a straight pride. Right? Well, but they want their special day. 
Okay. But They're every, jealous. Every day is their special day, right? I know. They have the rest of the year. The whole dominant narrative is like, you know, tailor-made for them, <laughs> right? Are they feeling left out? Have your... It's so yes. sad. Just come to our party. These poor people. Uh, yeah, we do throw better parties. Um, apparently, the, uh, the view... You know, The View yes. on ABC or yes. whatever. Um, the All five hosts, all, co- all co-hosts, and they sort of run the political spectrum. I think that's kind mm-hmm. of part of the their shtick, right? They all condemned this whole thing. Um, and uh, the organizers fired back with a statement calling their <laughs> comments an act of literal violence that has endangered the lives of heterosexuals everywhere. Like, they are so, they're just trolling. Well, this is a massive trolling I mean, trolling it's a hate effort. parade. It is. I mean, you, yeah. you call it what it is. It's it's fascism, <laughs> and that's that's what yeah. it feels like. And that's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I think it's awesome. I want them to do it. I want them to. I want it to be a sad, horrible affair. But uh, yeah. But also think about this. Like, there's a gay pride because it takes courage, right? Yeah. <laughs> it takes courage to be a, an out LGBTQ plus person in this country. Know. You know, there's several states where people can still be fired. For just being homosexual. Oh, yeah. Or trans. A lot and of states. Lots. Most. Um, probably. I don't know about most, but I think there's several. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, you know, there's still countries where people are put to death for being gay. So, yeah. When pe- and, you know, you don't... Uh, you just, okay. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. <laughs> All right. What you got? Oh, so uh, mine... Uh, it's kind of fun, actually. Mm-hmm. In Germany, uh, mm-hmm. they're having a, a massive heat wave right now. Oh, really? Like record temperatures, and uh, I guess people are just taking their clothes off left and right. <laughs> so it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of become a problem. Several, like like taking, taking their all their clothes off. Yes, and just being, like, doing things naked. Doing their normal right. daily routine. So, for example, in Brandenburg, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Germany... Right. The police actually do a Twitter account and they put up a picture of a man riding a moped only in his helmet and his sandals. And Wouldn't his head get hot? Probably. <laughs> probably. But they did do a, um, a hashtag on that that said, okay. safety first. <laughs> and living on the edge. So, uh... But then uh, the <laughs> law enforcement in Germany did have to remind people that it is technically not illegal, not illegal in Germany, to go around with no clothes on, unless someone complains. So if someone complains, then you have to put your clothes back on. How does it... Laws that are only triggered if somebody complains? Right. Or not even laws. I don't know. It's not illegal. It's kind of a guideline. Yeah. (laughs) You're not going to get in trouble, but... And then the police come around and they're just like... Cover up your schlong, please. Would you mind... How do you say schlong in German? How do you, is that, isn't it's that probably, German? It's probably schlong. <laughs> is there, der, der is there an umlau? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, also, however, in the south of the country, in Munich, uh, there were some female sunbathers who were topless. Oh, no. And five fully, fully clad security men came up and forced them to put their bikini tops back on. Oh, no. Yeah. So apparently it might be different. I don't know if it's different from the from where Brandenburg is and where Munich is, or if the difference was just the guy on the moped was a man and these were women. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Interesting. 
But it's not illegal. No. So. Well, good for them. I yeah. mean, huh. I mean, that would never fly in this country. No. I mean, it would be shut down so fast. Like, what do you think would happen? And why A can, nudist. Why can men r- show their nipples, but not women? They're they're different. Cause, why? Because they're sexualized and objectified. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> go on. Well, I, Wait, have I interrupted story. you. You were saying in mid-sentence. No, no, I'm good. Um, the this story starts with people who are the exact opposite from your story, right? Uh, the the bur- burkini-clad oh. women in France, actually. Uh, and the story ends with a bunch of nu- uh, French nudists. And the, so but the bur- we got to get the burkini. There. Just let me get a definition out of that. So it's just a burqa that you can wear into the water. It, well. When one thinks of a burqa, one imagines like the 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 little screen right over in front the of the eyes. eyes. Like you can't even see the woman's face. The burkini is sort of what they've sort of just started calling um, this. It's like a oh. it's a swimsuit that goes all the way down to the wrist. It's like a it's okay. relatively form fitting. Like it's not like super tight like a like a like a, a regular woman's swimsuit, right? But it's it's. It's not trying to like hide or conceal the shape of the woman at all, but uh, and then it comes up and it does kind of a hijab a hood. thing, hood that uh, covers her hair and leaves her face um, completely fully exposed. Uh, so her hands are showing and her face are showing, and that's really about it. And it goes down to the ankles. I don't know if she can show her feet or not. Probably, I don't know. She has to wear like webbed. Just like, yeah, aqua socks or whatever they're called. Um, But nonetheless, it's not the most offensive thing in the world. Like, if I saw a woman in this, I'd be like, oh, well, okay. Doesn't bother me. Yeah. Who cares, right? Well, it offends the French. It offends their sensibilities entirely. You know what? They... I mean, years ago, they were trying, and I think they actually were able to pass it in some places. They were trying to, and I think we've talked about this, uh-huh. but they were trying to ban uh, Muslim women from covering their face or even wearing the hijab in places. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hijab. Yeah. So the burkini. Um, here's what happened. The town, city, whatever, of Grenoble uh, in in so- southeastern France. It's sort of near the Alps, just to paint the picture of where it's at. They are also in the middle of a heat wave. Uh, 40 degrees Celsius, 104 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, very, very hot. And so people are going and using the public swimming pools in large numbers. And But the, the, the public baths um, have very sort of strict rules. The women have to wear um, a one-piece swimming costume that is close to the body. And men must wear Speedo-style trunks rather than shorts. This is just the rule. Mm-hmm. They, they say it's a hygiene issue, and there's also security reasons. I Okay, okay fine. Security I, I, reasons. That's, that seems like a bit of a stretch. It seems but, like a stretch. The hygiene, I actually get. Yeah? Yeah, well, just... Like board shorts are unhygienic? No, I... It just... I mean, I can see if you're making a rule about the pool that you don't want all this clothing in there, I guess, you know, because, you know, you don't know how it's been washed. You don't know, but I guess you could say that about swimsuits too. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's, it's a stretch. Yeah. And so anyway, um, they have, uh, banned 
they're not allowing these burkinis. So a group of Muslim women back in May, <clears throat> about 15 women, managed to enter the pool and filmed themselves um, bathing, saying that they had done so to defend freedom of religion. Okay. And, I'm, and I agree with that. Um, last Sunday, they showed up again, and every single member of the group was fined 35 euro. Ooh. Um, and now, uh, and they, they have this Facebook group, the Citizens Alliance of Grenoble, and they're, this is this group of Muslim women. Uh, now there is a rival Facebook group um, called, where did that one go? Everyone Naked. <laughs> and so people okay. are showing up. To the pool naked. Well, this, this they're going to have an event. And uh, some 231 okay. people have said that they are going to come naked. Uh, and about 1,300 people have expressed interest. And uh, yeah, the town, wow. the town hall... Uh, is unfazed. However, they have no intention of lifting the burkini ban. Um, and you know, I mean, this is this is the thing. Like, what? Do you, th- this is one of those things, right? Like, I don't get the real harm. Yeah, I'm it's fine a, with the burkinis. It's, it's a minority group, right? And so, How does not it even really bother many, anybody? It's not going to be that many people. Um, but uh, apparently, this is some sort of slippery slope in a lot of people's minds. <laughs> what that, does it lead to? Uh, actually, uh, next time, uh, this is Amin El Katni. Uh, she's the president of a secular. I'm sure group. you got her name beautifully spot done. on. Uh, secular's group, uh, Republican Spring. Uh, she says these are not poor Muslim moms wilting in the heat, but political militants at work. <laughs> next time it will be we want to book the whole pool because we can't bathe with others. But that's not what they're asking to do. No, they're not. And if they ask to do that, and that's not something that's normally done, then you say no. Right. But in the meantime, a slippery slope, who, it's not a slippery slope. No. In this fact, is, this, is some, this is an okay thing. This is fine. All of their um, reasons for wanting to ban the burkini are, are bogus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, honestly, I don't see why it's bothering anybody. Yeah. Well, these women, these Muslim, racism. these Muslim women are, uh, they're claiming uh, that they are the Muslim Rosa Parks of France. We'll leave it well, at that. Okay. <laughs> I got a good one. Yeah. Uh, the United Kingdom, Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. So a woman there, a 76-year-old woman. Yeah. Was had to be removed from court uh, last Wednesday, so Wednesday the twenty sixth, mm-hmm. um, because because um, well, first of all, let's talk about before I talk about why she was kicked out of court. Let me <laughs> talk about why she was put uh, put on trial in the first place. Okay, so it turns out that she has been harassing her upstairs neighbor, the woman who lives directly above her, a woman named Samantha Ginsburg, and so. The 76-year-old woman named Lenora Josephs has been convinced that her upstairs neighbor is a witch. (laughs) Yes, you heard it correctly. (laughs) So she has started several harassing type behaviors uh, recently. Like she will um, 
shout, you're a witch. Which <laughs> <laughs> is so subtle. And, uh, and clever. I guess there's been um, incantations like she'll, yes, oh, you heard oh. correctly. So she'll uh, shout with her, um, with her son. They will shout up through the, the oh ceiling. <laughs> what would you do? Samantha must was... burn. Samantha must burn. No. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, death by fire. Death by no. fire. Yes. So, and then they were also taking out into the community. Um, <laughs> so it gets, it gets a little more complex. So once again, the 76-year-old woman, Lenora, with her son, Mark, have been harassing this mother and her seven-year-old daughter. Okay. 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 Now, this woman, Lenora, is also convinced that the upstairs neighbor's seven-year-old daughter is a witch. Oh, boy. Because uh, she acts differently. Okay. Turns out the child has autism. Oh, my God. Yes. No. Yes. She's a witch. Yes. Clearly so, a witch. Also has been talking about burning the child um, and following them around. Um, <laughs> this is... And Mrs. Josephs believes that um, <laughs> a spell cast on her from Samantha uh-huh. uh, has left her partially paralyzed. And so, is it is it is what really like um, clued her in to this whole thing? Cued her into the whole thing? Um, the fact that the woman's name is Samantha. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh, Samantha. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I'm twinkling my nose right now. That's funny, Frank. I really like that one. <laughs> well, thank you. She's a witch. She's a I witch. I was just watching Bewitched. Yeah. <laughs> on TV. In, fact, in fact, speaking of the TV. Yeah. So they would turn, the downstairs neighbors would turn their TV to the God channel. I guess it's called God TV oh, God. in Britain. And whenever whenever they heard her come home and they'd turn it up at full volume. <laughs> I guess this it was poor, very loud. At this all, poor woman. At all hours of the night, they would do this. Um, they would chant. Oh. Um, the prosecutor um, <laughs> said that she's uh, been shouting, shouting incantations from the Bible, <laughs> death by fire, oh, calling no. for angels to slay her. They had, uh, last September, she had reported this harassment to the police in Wimbledon, and they hadn't really done anything until recently. So it's finally now going in front of the magistrates. Um, (laughs) (sighs) So in court today, in court, excuse me, last Wednesday, she was yelling, you're a witch. You will face justice. You're a witch. Um, (laughs) um, It gets better. Um, Oh, oh, and then the son, I guess, um, in court, he was speaking about how they feel like the family has, um, that they're the victims mm-hmm. here, and that everybody, because they're born-again Christians, I forgot to mention that little detail. But surprise, yes, surprise. <laughs> they are born-again. <laughs> and so that he's calling what's happening to them spiritual warfare. Um, so the reason why Mrs. Ginsburg, uh, not Mrs. Ginsburg, but Mrs. Josephs was uh, kicked out of court last wednesday was because she (laughs) kept muttering jesus 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 in court while um samantha samantha was giving her testimony and the judge gave her like three warnings and Uh then said we're kicking you out so the judge kicked her out 
<laughs> Mrs. Josephs turns to the judge and says, God be your judge. And then I guess turns to Samantha and uh-huh. says, Jesus, kill her. Oh my God. <laughs> Kicked out of court. That's but the horrible. trial continues. So hmm. there you have it. Well, we're going to go from Uncle Arthur to uh, the TV show Arthur. Oh, on PBS. Did you hear about this, Chris? The, the, there, there was, was a, a gay, gay wedding. wedding? Yeah. yeah. Cute little Arthur. Um, I don't know. What, what animal are they? They've got little ears oh, and cute are they little hamsters? faces. I don't know what they are, but they're adorable. Hedgehogs? Right? And anyway, it's a little animated series for children. It's been on forever. It's been on for 22... This is their 22nd season. You see, that was the thing when everybody was... There were people that were up in arms about mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And my response was, are they still on the air? <laughs> Isn't this just a rerun from the 90s? No, it's not. Uh, it's at a beloved children's uh, show. And uh, so they're the, the character's teacher, Mr. Ratburn, uh, married another man on the show. And this was kind of, it was kind of a big deal. And it's kind of a cool thing, you know, and. And PBS, as you know, as conservatives have long suspected, is just where it's just—it's uh, a den of lefties. <laughs> government-subsidized leftist television, yeah, right? propaganda. Uh, and uh, Representative Doug Lamburn of Colorado, Republican from Colorado. Oh, he's Colorado. a Republican. He represents he has Colorado a Springs. Oh, surprise, surprise! Yeah. Uh, he's buying none of it. He he does not think that or he does not accept this at all. This is bullshit. This is wrong, and he's uh, seeking to completely one hundred percent end government funding of, for PBS. Of PBS. Oh wow! Um, and for whatever reason, I don't know what they did wrong. Also, NPR, <laughs> maybe because they spoke positively of it. I have no idea. Uh, basically, he's somebody who just hates public media, right? Uh, NPR, one of the finest, you know, news organizations, NPR news, you know, in the country, as far as like its ability to also, right? It's pretty centrist, but it's crazy leftist liberal nonsense because it's not crazy fucking conservative. Because it's not Fox news. Right. In their mind. Right. Right. Um, he says that this uh, episode of Arthur, uh, is evidence that PBS is quote offensive to many conservatives and religious taxpayers enough is enough he wrote on his congressional web page <laughs> pbs has offended many conservatives and religious taxpayers <laughs> who do not want the children inculcated with liberal viewpoints on sensitive topics let's bring an end to forcing americans to subsidize media programming that is unconstitutional mm. well, then so he's let's talking stop about subsidizing your stupid fucking churches yeah I, okay great there i'm 100 agree with that right like, but you're we're tr- subsidizing but your, your church. Your church is okay, and you can That's say, fine. What, yeah. "Fuck you." Yeah, and you can have "In God We Trust" on your fucking license plate. Yeah. No, fuck you, and drive like a idiot. <laughs> that was your thing. It's true. No, I. I mean, <laughs> I'm watching. I know. It, Chris. I, I will stand by. I stand by that statement. Riding you my, drive more like an asshole if you have that "In I, God We Trust" license plate. I am terrified on my bike when I see yeah. an "In God We Trust" Get license ready. plate. Oh, mm-hmm. golly. I'm going to get... They do what they want. Yeah, they do. Because that's who they are. I go now. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, anyway, um, apparently there's, um, uh, let's see. Oh, in his statement, he also mentions the national debt, which uh, he said is over $22 trillion. I'm not, I haven't confirmed that number, but sounds about right. Okay. Right. I'll accept. Okay, we'll accept your premise, sir. $22 trillion. <laughs> sir. Um, he then says uh, that his legislation would save the government uh, $455 million a year. I'm actually surprised it's that much money that the government gives to PBS. Wow. But that, the Corporation for Public I Body think they should be giving them more. Um, but know, anyway. I so, mean, how much is a fighter jet? Guess what the percent? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guess so what the percentage- you know, maybe just stop. Let, this year we're just gonna not do two fighter jets. Let's just say that, right? But, okay. But here we go, Chris. I know. Sorry. Here's the here's the big question: four hundred fifty uh, four four hundred forty five million dollars a year. What percentage is that of twenty two trillion? Oh, dude, I got a <laughs> I got a C in statistics. I'm not in this game. <laughs> Zero point zero 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 two percent. How many zeros was that before the two? Four. It was a point four (laughs) zeros and a two percent of the national debt. So yeah, you're really you're really working on the national saving us a lot of money. And you're gonna cut funding for Arthur? Yeah, yeah. Cute show. Fuck you. Yeah. Teletubbies. I mean, it's BBC, but we help. Right. PBS helps pay for that yeah giant licensing fees frank you're upset about this one i am upset what i don't know why he's even still on first of all fuck censorship that's how i feel yeah well right now i'm in the middle i need to know how les miserables ends oh that's oh is that on pbs it's on pbs right now how is it masterpiece oh i love masterpiece it's a uh, masterpiece dominic west Mm, daddy uh, no kidding is he jean valjean he's jean valjean who's javert some guy yeah, I don't know. Handsome, mm, not bad. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not really about a musical. Quest. It is not. A no, musical. they have not sung anything okay, yet. I can't. Yeah, no, it's good. Nobody, it's a faith, nobody, faithful retelling, as far as I can remember from freshman year of high school reading. Because you read the book, Les Miserables in high school. You read it. Yeah, I read the Cliff Notes. Oh, I really did. Remember those yellow <laughs> yeah. Cliff Notes? I read those. Really? Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. You got you got the main points, and I listened to the musical. You know who all the characters are, <laughs> Fontaine. Yeah, and but you know if I had, I could not watch that musical now. I just couldn't. When I was in high school, yeah, it was fun. But oh, Les Mis. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. Okay, yeah. What, what did you think I was talking about? Didn't <laughs> they didn't they do one with like uh, the Australian guy and yeah, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. I love Russell Crowe. Don't talk shit on him. I love. I know. <laughs> Everybody makes fun of me. I love him. No, you don't. You, yes, I do. The Gladiator. You're like your favorite movie. I really do like him. And you really just gave me such such a nasty look about it. <laughs> now everybody out there knows that I... Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. You're, you're out, Chris. Well, you know what? Okay. That may be shocking for some, but then my next story is quite shocking. <laughs> All right. Let's hear my it. My next story... Um, so... I don't know where to begin this. Okay. Here's where I'm going to begin. So, um, in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, mm-hmm. an LGBTQ event for youth has been canceled. It okay. was, uh, a hundred students had been signed up for what was being called the storybook pride prom. Oh, so it was a prom that was going to happen at, 
a library in Jacksonville, Florida. Cool. So the library was hosting, you know, an LGBTQ prom for these nice. kids. Yeah. Uh, it was at the Willow Branch Library in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Um, and it was supposed to happen just this past Friday, the, what is that, the 28th? Okay. Uh, the Eventbrite invitation had said, for the 100 kids, the 100 kids that had already signed up, mm-hmm. said, come dressed inspired by your favorite book character. So they even kind of had a theme, right? Yeah. They're just tying it into the library. Yeah. You can come casual, formal, or even in drag. So whatever makes you feel great, just come and be you. So that's what it was about. But now, mm-hmm. enter a local mother known by known as the activist mommy. Elizabeth the activist mommy Johnston. Not kidding. Uh, literally, this yeah, is like the, she her... has a blog and she there's been okay. So let me we know about her because in uh, 2017, I guess, she, she got some internet notoriety because she was protesting sex ed in, in, her, in her school district uh-huh. and uh, said that they were just teaching kids anal sex. And then uh, in, also in 2017, she had burned a copy of Teenage Vogue on, on the internet. I agree with that one. <laughs> no! <laughs> but she, she burned it because... Um, she said they were teaching kids anal sex. Yeah, that's not why I would burn it. Why would you burn it? I don't know. Is there that are, really the, what those? Is that, are those the kind of images that you should be filling kids' heads with? I've never even seen a copy. I well, you know that it's kind of taken this whole big um, liberal swing in the past couple of years. I've no, I've, I was literally just judging something I don't even know about. Okay. That is how much I judge. That's how much you care about Teen Vogue. <laughs> so... Um, this woman, Elizabeth Johnson, activist mommy. Yeah. And she's the wrong kind of activist. She sucks. So <laughs> she went onto her Facebook page and put the phone number of the library on her Facebook page. So basically, she's asking people to call in mm-hmm. and threaten this event, which happened. They received hundreds of threatening messages. Like what kind of threats? Well, from what I understand... Like violent? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, violent threats. Is that what she called for? Was yes. she like... She, she, yes. So, she put, express your disgust that this perversion is taking place in a, tax-funded player, uh, in a taxpayer-funded library, even though LGBTQ plus people do pay taxes. Right. Um, for all those sensitive stomachs out there, I apologize for these graphic picture, pictures. I guess she put up pictures of drag queens that were going to help be hosting the event. Graphic. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just pictures of drag queens. I selected milder milder ones for you. If these perverts are going to come after your children, I have to expose this now, and I know it ain't pretty. So look at what Jacksonville, Florida taxpayers are paying for, featuring guest drag queen BB Deluxe call. Then she gave her phone number. So, yes, maybe not directly, but yes, she... Well, and whether... People took it that way. People took it that way. Yeah. And hundreds, uh, literally hundreds of threatening messages came into the library. And the library director had to cancel this event that was supposed to happen last Friday. It didn't take oh, place. Oh, no. Um, so what, what did the kids do? Uh, there's no other event planned. Um, this horrible woman. Yeah. The, yes. So uh, the library director is named Chris Boy, Boyvan. I, I want to say Bovine but I don't think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Boyvin? 
Chris Boyden, the lady of the house speaking. <laughs> um, and he was the director of, of community relations with the library. Uh, the, he said the prom was canceled because they couldn't guarantee safety or security for everybody who was going to be involved. Uh-huh. And um, huh. it just makes me really sad. So, yeah, that sucks. Well, so, yeah. All right. Well, if any of you out there are disgusted by that or have anything else you'd like to add to any of these stories that you've heard today, uh, please give us a call. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Leave us a voicemail message. We're happy to play voicemails on the show. Uh, you can also email us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the email address. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Atheist. There's also the Members Only Lounge. Just search for it on Facebook. Uh, request to join and we will let you in. Hey, Chris. Oh, hey, Frank. I got a little uh, clip here I want to play for you. Is it fun? Uh, mm, it might make you mad. <laughs> <laughs> you might be infuriated after listening to I this. Have, I do have a bit of a temper, you know. <laughs> uh, Bill Mitchell. I don't know if you know the name or not. Nope. Uh, Your Voice America is the name of his show. That's not, he sounds uh, he like he's a, smarmy, a right-wing piece yeah, of shit. He is a smarmy bastard, <laughs> and I can't even really look at him. I avoid his clips. Dan will sometimes pick clips of, of this guy that he wants to play on the show. I can't, I, I, I can't even handle it. What's your but This version? one's so good. He's so smug. Right? It's like, fuck you. <laughs> You're being smug about so you hate him. what kind of about being a big idiot, right? But anyway. What's his name again? Um, Bill Mitchell. Um, he has a guest on. They're the the voice you'll be hearing uh, uh, is a, a woman by the name of Karen Turk. Uh, and they're talking about, you know, there's these, um, uh, the allegations that came out this week uh, from uh, E. Jean Carroll. Mm-hmm. Um, that Donald Trump had sexually assaulted her two decades ago. Right. Um, so this is their this is them talking about that, and I th- I think this is uh, something super uh, worth. And Miss Carol, I believe she actually brings the number of uh, people accusing Trump up to twenty two. So that there's been twenty two women that. <laughs> you know, since he's taken office, yeah. that have accused him of yeah. sexual. Um, so. Assault or impropriety. So keep that in mind while listening to this. It's so obvious and so transparent to so many of us, especially, I think, especially women, that these stories really hold no credibility. It's unbelievable. But we live in such a litigious society. This not only happens to our president, this happens to other American businessmen every day. It happens. There's like a war on white men in this country. And unfortunately, it's being perpetuated by these leftist women that have books to sell and have a financial agenda. And they have these lawyers that prey on them that will just go forward with it. And it's all about making money and gaining fame. That's all this is about. There's zero credibility to this woman's story. I'll put money on it any day of the week, just like so many of them have come out before. And it's really a shame because you know who this hurts? This hurts real victims. This hurts real victims of rape. This hurts real women. This hurts women who have a story to tell because then people don't listen to them and people don't take it seriously. And you want to know what if any of these women 
gave one iota, one, one even ounce to care about other women, they wouldn't come out with these stories because they would care about the women that they're hurting and it hurts real victims and it infuriates me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a terrible one. You know, I don't understand what the Democrats, you know, strategy, because you would think if they wanted to come out with a woman who apparently supposedly Donald Trump had, had, you know, was aggressive with sexually, something like that, they would pick a woman that you would say, okay, you know, that's, Believable. Like an, attract, an attractive woman is that where you're going attractive, with this yeah, bill? Yeah, right. I don't want to sound sexist by saying this, but you know, and but some of these women that, that come out, like in the Kavanaugh here and stuff like that, you look at them and it's like, you know, and you saw pictures of her when she was a teenager, and I was like, it doesn't seem plausible to me. I just don't even care anymore. I don't even want to be politically correct on this topic anymore because I just don't care. These women are unattractive. Let's just call it for what it is. But you know what? Bill Clinton had no problem with unattractive women, so I guess the Democrats just know no different. Yeah, well, I tell you what, I didn't, I didn't vote for Donald Trump to be my pastor, okay, or my spiritual guide. I voted for him to uh, lead my country and to yeah. uh, run this country like a, a business and to be a good, solid uh, leader. And that's what he's doing, and that's what I'm happy about. And all this, all this stuff from 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, you know, he put his arm around me, and you know, it's, I do but not the care. The sexy headline, not... the sexy headline sells. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, no kidding, right? That is disgusting. Yeah, I have a really hard time listening to that. Um, yeah, I hate this guy. There are so like, many levels. Yeah, <laughs> uh, war on white men. Should we start there? War on white men. Yeah. Wow, wow. Like, I I'm speechless, and that's a rarity <laughs> for me. <laughs> this these two are are just shits. They're yeah. fucking turds. They're yeah. Republican turds. Um, <laughs> well, shouldn't we discuss, you know, that like these kind of like sexual aggression and rape, it's not about, it's not about the sex and no. it's not about, you know, whether the woman is attractive or not. No, it's about power exactly. and control and fear. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's about manipulation. Yeah. It's about, no, it's, it's about power it has yeah. nothing to do with someone's perceived attractiveness. And, and, and furthermore, that. that's like, a fucking subjective. That's something that's so subjective. And they don't know Donald Trump's type. They don't know what kind of girls get his yeah. engine running. Right. And furthermore, let me just remind everybody about that Inside Edition interview. Yeah. You know, with Billy Bush. Yeah. Where he brags about this. He talks about being a sexual assaulter he talked about sexually yeah. assaulting grabbing women by the pussy that yeah. is sexual assault yes. he talks about how people let him do it so we can't be surprised really that now 22 women have come forward saying that donald trump has either sexually assaulted them or uh, acted uh, sexually inappropriate with them yeah um it's victim blaming it's yeah. fucking disgusting it has no place in our in american society um and and then it, what and it, go i i love this whole thing of like and this this devalues the real victims right oh yeah you're obviously a real victim advocate like lady yeah right like oh yeah you're you care about women who've been sexually assaulted you clearly don't well how because could she 22 how could women she, if she and admitted that there's a war on predator yeah. right an admitted sexual predator, and then people come out and actually are like, "Yeah, I was one of the women that he, you know, grabbed by whatever." Right? 
it, shocked, surprised, you're going to try to like deny it. Mm-hmm. You're going to try to like deflect this. Right. We There's all heard to that. Deflect. We all heard that. Yeah. But then there was something that um, Bill Mitchell said that was really even more gross to me mm. was, I don't know about more gross, but it was equally gross yeah. was then he was talking about how he didn't vote for president Trump f- for his morals. He yeah, didn't pass. He didn't vote for him to be his clergy. Right. He voted for him to lead the country. So that is right there is proof that 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 guy doesn't think he has morals. Mm -hmm. It's proof that they actually kind of believe that he did this shit. I don't know. They totally do. They're being fucking apologists. Yeah. So for him to be like, I didn't, you know, it it excusing his amorality, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm sorry. We do have morals in society, right? We, and by what I'm, I'm not moralizing things, but it, it's immoral to sexually assault women. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not worth justifying, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. Bill Mitchell, you suck a dick. (laughs) You can suck a dick. All right. All right. Let's do some emails. Um, Let's see. This one, I mean, uh, actually, I thought this would be a, f- a good one to read with you, um, Chris. Okay. This is the kind of work that you're getting into. Um, hello, Frank and Dan. Several months ago, you had a discussion related to addiction and the death, uh, I'm sorry, the dearth of recovery programs for the non-religious. There was mention of the something anonymous programs that included the rel- reliance on God to shepherd one through the process. I was listening to my local NPR affiliate this morning and learned of one in Cleveland called Bion, believe it or not. Uh, they welcome the religious, including Wiccan, as well as atheists, I thought I would share. Respectfully, Tristan. Uh, yeah, thank you. That's um, that's cool. And if you're in the Cleveland area, and you know that's that's a good tip if, if you have a substance abuse problem that you're trying to deal with. But... There, there are others out there. This, this is a thing that it comes up from time to time, and I always feel like it's worth talking mm-hmm. about um, because the big one, AA, you know, AA, right? You know, one of the one of the steps. Yeah, right? I believe it's step three. Let me double yeah, check. It's it's admitting that there's a uh, higher, higher a power, power greater than power yourself, greater or something than that. Uh, actually, I and think like it's I've I've heard some people five. with their little workarounds for that and how they kind of wriggle through that. But there's a lot of isn't there even like a lot of praying and whatnot at meetings and don't they have like a prayer? That yeah, they there's do a serenity prayer and serenity it does prayer. talk about God. Um, yeah. And so like if if that's something that's not not for you, um, but do you know of other other programs? Um, Isn't there something called like rational recovery or something? Yeah, there are different modalities uh, that you could... I mean, if you are struggling uh, with substance use, I... Uh First of all, I don't want to discount AA because it works for people. And you're right. Exactly. Some people get around that whole higher power component. Uh You know, some... I know one person that used a a doorknob as a higher power. I don't know how effective it is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It keeps you out when you're not um, supposed to be in. But also, I mean, really, if you want to interpret that as like your, you know, your intelligence, your wise brain, some Uh people call it, there are different modalities that um, you could work through with a therapist. 
Um, but kind of depending on where one sits with substance abuse, you know, kind of also depends on what therapies and modalities would probably be best. Um, hmm. But like, for example, there's one called ACT, A-C-T, um, which is um, all about meditation hmm. and uh, staying away from avoidance, accepting your, accepting what's happened to you, accepting the present moment. Hmm. Um, but, you know, no. And what's crazy is AA has a really, a pretty good success rate, too. But also, have you heard anything about ketamine? I don't know oh, much about it. I, I know heard that, a little bit about ketamine. I know that people are taking it, microdosing with it, uh-huh. and it's doing wonders for depression and substance abuse. Really? But also, here's what I believe, and this is just my personal belief. Um, granted, I, I believe that addiction is real, um, mm-hmm. but I also, and I have some anecdotal evidence for this too, but I believe that um, a lot of reasons for that people use substances is because they're not dealing with core issues, mm-hmm. you know, that are happening, mm-hmm. you know, and being human is hard. It's mm-hmm. fucking hard. Right. And we all have, you know, traumas. We all do. Mm-hmm. We all have traumas that we're holding on to, mm-hmm. and we're all trying to cope the best way we can. And, um, yeah, I, I'm all about therapy and I think that talk therapy is really healthy. And I think that if somebody is, having substance use uh, issues that they should find a therapist that they can see quite a bit. Um, I did go to AA for four years. Mm-hmm. So um, I wasn't into the whole God thing. Mm-hmm. I, knew I was never my thing. And I have a lot of criticisms of the program. However, it worked for me. Mm-hmm. I was sober for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I, you see, I'm not, I'm not a typical um, member of AA. Well, for, for the, first of all, I don't go anymore, but, um, in that I don't consider myself an alcoholic anymore. Like, I don't think that I have a, a drinking problem anymore. Hmm. So, I mean, I'll have a drink a couple times a month, but it's not like it was back in the day. Right. So for me, um, well, it sounds like for you, it wasn't so much the, the, that there was like a, Actually, you didn't have like the the, al- the alcoholic's mind. Okay. You were you were in a phase of your life, and you got caught in a cycle. And Probably, you, needed, you need something to help you break that mm-hmm. cycle, right? Yeah. I mean, I've experienced that. I've yeah. had periods in my life when I drank too much, and you know, yeah. Now I don't. Yeah, and so, maybe it was you know about growing up, <laughs> but and, I didn't. I didn't do a program. Uh-huh. I didn't need a program. I just was like, oh god, I gotta cool it. And once again, I would never like say AA isn't going to be a really great program for so many people because I know a lot of people who have found success in AA, Mm -hmm. but you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, cool. Let's move on. This is from Jay. We'll say, uh, listen to your latest podcast and you had the discussion on government employees wearing overtly visible religious symbols and how it was a tough call where to draw the line. No easy answers. Well, there is one easy answer. Theme park styled mascot, uh, outfits (laughs) climb into. So this is like people at the DMV up in Quebec. Like I was talking about earlier, uh, climb into one of these and customers won't be able to tell if you're wearing a hijab turban, uh, 
yarmulke or a five pound cross with led lights and gosh darn it it's just more enjoyable experience when essential funds or services are denied by someone who looks like vault girl from fall games <laughs> that's funny jay <laughs> i really like that um here's a, an email from jason hi frank and dan just finished listening to the hate crimed episode and on my own story of happily happening upon homosexuals at Harmon's. To begin with, I wasn't even aware that Harmon's was a thing until a few years ago. I often stay with my uncle, who happens to be gay, when visiting Salt Lake. When I was when I asked about Whole Foods, he just said, no, you want to go to Harmon's. We go to Harmon's. We go to Harmon's. <laughs> uh, he was right. That Salt uh, that City Creek location is now my favorite grocery store. It's wonderful. Me. It's amazing. Um, in a recent visit to said Harmon's, we were waiting... At a, at, a, at a till with our cart when my wife noticed that way down at the end of the row of a, of a line, oh, way down at the end of a row, a line appeared to be shorter. This triggers some sort of compulsion in her, so we were happy. To, so we had to go join that line. Just as I was starting to place the stuff from our cart onto uh, the till, I heard someone calling my name. On the other side of the till, bagged groceries in hand was my MTC companion. Oh, uh, and his husband. Uh, it had been nearly 25 years since we'd met in the MTC. And now here we are together uh, with our atheist families at Harmon's. Uh, I now visit them almost every visit to Salt Lake. Anyway, um, but I just kind of like that. I A love positive that story. gay story at Harmon's. Yes. Let's just, let's not make it all sound horrible. Because that, that store is probably at any given time, 15 to 25% gay gay yeah super so, gay yeah yeah anyway all right uh, you can cruise in the fruit section <laughs> and it's uh, all the fruits and then uh, a, a response uh to the same show and we were kind of asking ourselves what what you could say right if somebody like walks past you and says you know fuck you faggots or fucking faggots whatever the guy said um and and my retort was fuck you you piece of shit and I was like, well, that wasn't a great response. You got him. I got him so Super good. Super burn. Uh, so anyway, um, here's a listener who says, when I get or hear a nasty comment, I simply smile and say, Gesundheit. <laughs> I and love that. People don't seem to know how to handle a non-confrontational, non-sequitur, non-sequitur reply. Uh, anyway, um, I love that. Gesundheit. I, I thought that was a great response um and i think that's a probably the better way to do it like we were trying to come up with nasty insults and whatnot and that's again i think you're kind of stooping a little bit to their to their level because if you think about it i got a good burn in yeah because if you think about it just them calling you a faggot yeah out in public you already won because they look like an idiot That's a great it's point. It's true. Yeah, Probably to even other people that are homophobic, <laughs> they still are, look like an idiot. <laughs> like, right? God, Ooh. you're not supposed to be that overt. <laughs> right? Just hate them in silence, <laughs> like a normal human being. <laughs> like the rest of us. Uh, anyway, uh, we do have some people to thank. Uh, the campaign has been... Um, it has been a wonderful a sensation. Uh, yes, to how much people have responded it, it it's been really really remarkable uh we have 20 new donors this week Whew. that we need to thank by name uh and so i'm gonna can i read a couple too well i would like you to say thank you after every name. oh okay okay and let's just can i do i'm it? gonna say okay. the name you say thank okay. you okay. right okay eric thank you matt dunka jim 
Grazie. Mr. Granddaddy. Gracias. Car- Catherine. Thank you. Don't panic. Thanks. Bass. Oh, thank you. Kristen. Thank you. John. Thanks. The heretical popes. Thank you so much. Tracy. Thank you. Jack. Appreciate you. All right. All those people came in at the $1 an episode level, um, and that makes them new faithful listeners of the show. We also have five new venerable listeners. Andrea. Andrea, thank you so much. Kristen. Thank you. Mark. Thank you. Brooke. Thank you. Laura. Thanks. Everybody, uh, all, the, all those five people are getting $2 an episode, uh, which is just truly remarkable. Uh, we have two new Beatified listeners. Uh, they're giving $3 an episode. We have Jake. Jake, hey, thank you. Michael. Michael, thank you. And we have one new Saint. Saint oh, Eric. <laughs> who's giving $5 an episode, which is absolutely amazing. Thank uh, you. We, 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 uh, we thank you guys so much, uh, truly, from the bottoms of, of our hearts. Um, we are doing all of this in an effort to get rid of the ads. Nobody wants the ads, um, right? The ads have brought in a little bit of money. Um, it's never been a ton of money, but it's been enough that it, it, it was worth it um, from our perspective. Um, and, uh, and so by switching to more of a list, fully listener-supported model, we hope we're giving you guys a better, more enjoyable product that's less that doesn't have interruptions. Uh, and so if you can join the campaign please visit our website thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support tab you'll see a little patreon banner off to the side uh follow that sign up on patreon if you're interested in going that way um and uh and you select the level uh at which you you give so and of course we do have our top donor chris um and our our top donor i don't know if you know this uh this is our lord and savior I already did that. <laughs> so, I mean, I already I crescendoed <laughs> too early. Please make some angelical noise. Do you have a trumpet? Noise? Do you no. have a celestial anyway. trumpet? Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah, our Thank Lord you. and Savior. Thank you so much. Um, it's truly amazing. And again, if you'd like to join them, thinkonometheist.com. Click on the support. Chris. Frank. Okay, so uh, for this uh, last segment of the show, I thought that uh, maybe having a little wrap-up of Pride Month might be a nice thing. Uh, Because, you know, again, we we sort of referenced it while doing emails. You know, I had a little run in it at Harmon's not too long ago. There have been some incidents around town. Uh, in a, in a city that a lot of our listeners might actually be surprised to, to hear has a very large gay population, right. uh, and is, has, I, for the 20 years that I've lived here, I've always felt welcomed and, and, and able to be out and open as, as who I am, you know, both at work and just in my life in general. And I don't really try to hide anything. I just am who I am. Right. Uh, and I've never felt threatened or, or anything of the sort. But I think with a lot of the things that have happened, the tearing down of the flag at Lizzie's was one that really hit me um, because it's in kind of a hip neighborhood. And the so tearing like, down of the pride flag. Right. Ter- yeah. yeah, you know. Um, the There was the Dominion Energy, our local gas company, uh, had a big gay pride flag up that somebody tried to tear down really oh yeah um and then there's been some assaults that i've heard about and there was the incident at 
after Pride last year of the those the gay men being chased mm-hmm. by an by a mob yes uh, into an ice cream parlor and a um, um, yoga studio up in at twenty first and twenty first um, was harassed several times by some school age students that would keep really? come in and say gay is not okay and gay is not okay and this happened several times at least four or five times yeah so it it, it kind of has it's it's brought this to light and it's made me start to really wonder and start to think about how like i just kind of wanted to pose the question to you as a gay man in 2019 in trump's america <laughs> how do you feel it feels scary to me. I feel like it's uh, there's much more. I feel more targeted in 2019. Really? Yeah, as a gay man. Like how so? Um, like like. W- w- well, I I don't even know if I could explain it. It just feels like it feels unsafe. So here here's a good question. Uh, physical displays of affection. I'm scared in public. Again. I'm yeah. scared again when I wasn't. I don't feel like I've ever really been scared, but. I'm scared again. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, so you, with your boyfriend, uh-huh. you guys have kind of cooled it down. Maybe. Did you ever really like hold hands in public? No, yeah, we would. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that I would say that I'm more conscious about it right now. I mean, you're always, as a gay man, you're always right. conscious about it. Right. Um, you know, there's always a fear to it. Right. Um, which I think, you know, and I don't mean to be smug or cynical but i don't think straight people can understand that uh-huh and that's that comes back to what we were talking about earlier why they don't need a fucking straight pride parade <laughs> because just holding your partner's hand in public uh-huh. isn't something to celebrate but for queer people and trans people that is something to celebrate yeah because we get beat up for it yeah and that happens all the time yeah that happens by security guards at downtown uh, at Temple Square by the LDS security guards. Remember that years yeah, ago? I do, yeah. It's been more than 10 years ago now, but yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple was walking through Temple Square and they got Not tackled. even Temple Square. Yeah, you're right. The Main Street Plaza. They were on the Main Street, yeah. Which was a street. <laughs> Until the church bought it. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. So I, I do feel like it's... Um, it feels more dangerous and people that are homophobic and transphobic are um, more, they feel more emboldened. I Mm -hmm. I think they're more galvanized by Mm -hmm. the rhetoric and what's going on by Trump and his administration. And um, it just feels like there's a lot of fervor, a religious fervor that is fueling it as well. And um, yeah, it's scary. And, and, Between, I believe it was the summer of 2015 through the end of 2018. Okay. So about two and a half year time period, there were more than 85 trans women that were murdered in the United States. And when the number had hit 53, none of them had been solved. Most of them weren't even being investigated. So that's, that's what's happening in America, you know, now. Right. And hate crimes are up. Yeah. And <laughs> and not and, and not to 98% of sorry to interrupt, but no. 98% of domestic terrorism is from white supremacists and white dudes. Yeah. Um 
who are alt, emboldened. Yeah, who are right wing. Mm-hmm. That's who is doing the hate speech, the hate crimes. Yeah, yeah that's what's ha- that's who's doing it. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of us are just like. Like, I don't know, like, and it, God, you just end up saying it so much and I don't, I hate to belabor the the point, but like the, it, and I know it was just this weird little liberal bubble that we were all in, but it just felt like progress was Mm -hmm. almost, um, a given, right? That the, yeah, things are just getting better. They, how, how could it can only get better? Right. How could it possibly slide backwards at this point? Yeah. You know, um, how how could we end? How could we end up feeling less safe, less secure? You know, less comfortable to just live our lives. Um, it's really, it's really bizarre. It was a very unexpected thing, and I and it it hurts. And what right? Yeah, and what hurts also to me is that nobody in this administration is even speaking to it. They're not speaking to queer people they're not speaking to trans people Mm-mm. they we don't have a voice Mm-mm. we don't and you know they're also keeping uh lgbtq plus as an identifier off of the u.s census um this upcoming one so it's just it's just erasure it's they're just trying to erase us as a people it's um cultural genocide yeah and that's why we don't i said it before but i'm gonna say it again that's why we don't need a fucking straight pride parade Right. Because it it takes some courage to, to be queer and to be trans. Yeah. Well, I think that... Um, I think we can pretty much leave it right there. Cool. Um, unless you have something else. No, no, no. I like it. Um, yeah. So let's digest that one. Okay. Right. And let's... Uh, I, I personally would love to hear... I know that we have a lot of um, a queer and, and, and trans listeners... Um, because we've heard from them in the past and we'd love to hear from you again actually we'd love to hear uh, your perspective on this podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the email address 424-666-8442 is the telephone number that you can call please find us on facebook facebook.com slash tgi atheist there's also the members only lounge uh, that you have to request to join it as a closed group but that's what what makes it great you're able to take part in the conversations that happen there and if anybody uh that you know that maybe you're not out to as, a, as an atheist um if they see that you belong to this they won't know what it is it's been designed to kind of oh, that's cool. hide that um we don't want to have to live in the shadows but but in order to find support sometimes you kind of have to go find something that's that's safe uh so that is there please join up if, if that's something you're looking for also you can find us on twitter and reddit uh tgi atheist is the handle on both of those and uh we of course uh need to thank the uh incredible uh hard work of Mackenzie and all the work that she does for us on facebook also Danny. When you said incredible, I thought you were going to be talking about me. So I was getting really oh. excited for the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a big thanks, of course, goes out to the incredible Chris <laughs> Levin. Why did she get an for, incredible? <laughs> for his help today. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> no, you're so welcome. Um, Sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. You're good. And of course, uh, there's the Red Ark Hot Club. Uh, and, and Gordon Johnston, uh, thank you so much for the use of your music. And uh, Chris, thank you once again for coming and, and helping us out. Love doing it. Um, it's always a delight to have you here. 
And I just love our conversations when you're on the show. Yeah. Um, and Dan will be back, uh, not next week, but the following week. And uh, so uh, tune in uh, again next week to hear another guest host potentially Chris. I hope it's me we haven't really worked out the schedule where but. do I have to put my resume in my, <laughs> do you need references what you need <laughs> anyway huh. thanks so much guys and please support us on Patreon have a nice week bye